I feel like I'm on Oprah. <laughs> That's right. We're about to get deep, Shannon. Real deep. <laughs> You are listening to We Are The Stigma, a show about an addict husband and alcoholic wife challenging stigmas one at a time. We will be chatting with like-minded individuals using honesty, open-mindedness, and humor. Thanks for listening. Our episodes deal with potentially triggering topics. We are not doctors and the opinions stressed are our own. If at any time you feel the need for support, please contact your local crisis center for more information or visit wearethestigma.com backslash resources. Hey guys, you're listening to We Are The Stigma. My name is Melissa, and as always, I'm joined by my husband and co-host, Cody Croy. Yo, 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 yo. What up, Spinstas? <laughs> what up? How are you? I'm so well, sweetheart. I'm so, so well. Good. How are you? I wish I was a spinster. Spinsta? Spinsta. What is a spinsta? An old lady who's not married who has cats, I hey think. Hey-o. Look at you. Sounds could awesome. still ha- could still happen. It could still happen. I need cats and murder. <laughs> Muck duck. <laughs> um, no, I'm doing very well. It was a, uh, you know, it's been a weekend. It's been a weekend. Yeah. Busy, busy. Ups, downs, high, lows. Yep, yep, yep. But that is life. Sick, not sick. Sick, not sick, you know, the usual. Welcome to humanity. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to, to being a human. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you just finished a book. I did. What was it called? It's called Breathe. Breath. I keep wanting to call it breathe, but it's breath. Well, that's the confusing thing about that word is it all looks I know, the same. I know. You add it, you know, it throws you all off. It all, all off. And, you know, so I can't read. Mm-hmm. I know. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, you should do something about that. <laughs> I know. I'm like, is that douche thing that's make fun of? <laughs> I can't read you guys, but I don't. And um, so you are going to do me. Do me. Yeah. Hell. <laughs> you're going to give Hit me. pause. You're, <laughs> you're going to give me a short little lesson on breath. Breathe. Well, Breathe. Breathing. So it's a book by James Nestor. Yes. So freaking good. Yes. I couldn't get enough of it. So it's basically about the art of breathing. Yes. Like, now, before we get into that, can I just say one thing about your spiritual awakening that has just really maybe baffled me the most mm-hmm. is the breath breath part. Because I love I, it. I'm not into it that much. You know, like, first of all, it hurts a little yeah. bit to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts to live. You can't. You can't. <laughs> Um, we're gonna get real honest here it, <laughs> but it hurts to breathe a little bit i don't know i'm not doing it right i guess yeah. and so you do wim hof and you're like super into it and sometimes you'll just like breathe for no reason yeah it feels so good and i'll be like what's wrong <laughs> all the, you see the kids all day they're like dad are you okay i'm you like okay? i'm just breathing you, you, guys, you guys should know that yeah are you mad you should know that by now so anyway so i love it, it i know it's bizarre yeah but it's cool people talk about it all the time it's like the next I mean, yoga it, i mean it really hooks me up helps mm-hmm. me out mm-hmm. so it, it, it's like if i do the breathe if i breathe at the right times not only does it help me come back to the present moment but it also of course is completely calming to your nervous system if you do it properly so i literally am just like i'm conscious breathing so much throughout my day before i never even thought about my breath ever. i know i just breathed never did a single thing i know i mean i just did it just did it <laughs> just and you did just it. did it because you had to yeah i had to you do didn't, it I, felt, I mean you didn't well, i didn't think there's anything more to it right well like, it's and just, you did you breathe it to live and there you did it, it without thinking right yeah it's of like course. a pr- primal That's yeah a thing. instinct i mean your body thing. just does it yeah um i will say that we have these little breath necklaces and that's been helping me a lot. Yeah, those things are dope. So, you know, we're not sponsored. If the breath necklace wants to sponsor us. Yeah, even us, though we don't quite know the name of it, <laughs> you can sponsor us. <laughs> but anyway, you guys, it really, it it truly, honestly, for a person who doesn't like to breathe or it hurts to breathe, it, it really has helped me. Yeah. But anyway. So, mind-blowing stuff, the yes. book. So, it basically talks about how the breath is just, there's so much to it. Like how, you know, it has like a, like a spiritual aspect to it, of course, but like the health benefits are insane. And the thing about it is 
basically everyone is doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's why there's so many ailments. Like the the person, James Nestor, who wrote the book, I mean, he's he, he took him years to write it. And I mean, it has an appendix. Is that what it's called on the back when you have all of the things that your information yes. you're drawing from? Something along I think the appendix lines. might be in the front. Oh. Is an appendix your in your body? Appendix. Index? Index. <clears throat> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he's very thoroughly, thoroughly researched. Yes. And it's basically the the main takeaway from it that I got, and I think most people would get from it, is that you've got to stop breathing through your mouth. You specifically. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> I shut my mouth. <laughs> Anybody. Like your whole body was literally designed in every single way to absorb oxygen through your nose and to adequately give it to all the cells and everything inside your body. Now, can you breathe out of your mouth? Yes, that's my, so you breathe in through your nose, you can breathe out through your mouth, that's totally fine. But the main thing is you have to breathe in through your nose. It is the cause of so many health issues that he goes over from like sleep apnea to autoimmune issues. He even says that there's all these new studies coming out about ADHD for kids that they're breathing through their mouth and when they're taught to breathe through their nose, the the whole thing subsides. The book is crazy. I mean, there's so many things that he attributes to breathing inappropriately that are the reason why we're so unhealthy. And here's the thing. It hurts for me to breathe through my nose. It takes practice. Yeah, it takes practice. Breathing in through my nose. Yeah, it takes practice. He does Mm -hmm. this. He does a study at the beginning beginning of it because he's had teeth issues and had problem breathing his whole life. So he does this. I'll tell this really quickly. He does this whole thing where he goes in and has all these tests done where they plug his nostrils for 10 days. He can't breathe out of his nose for 10 days. Oh, God. Only his mouth. He talks about it's the worst experience of his life. Like his hyper, uh, his hyper, his blood pressure shot up. Like his sleep apnea went insane. Like oh, all of these stuff. Like basically he was, if he had kept going, he would have died. And then the next 10 days, he was just only breathing through his nose. And literally like everything cleared out. He had wow. never felt better in his whole life. And he just talks about how, you know, just every function of the body functions based on you breathing through your nose because there's all these little tiny things like the inside of your nose it's like the same thing that you have like on a penis it's like the same 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 like like tissue exactly the same and so it's, it's sensitive it's very sensitive i don't know exactly how that plays okay, into can how I it works you up your nose you sure can of does. course go ahead anytime anytime <laughs> and so it's just it goes into all of these things where it's like and in the mouth all it does is just go in like it doesn't mm-hmm. the body doesn't run it through where it should mm-hmm. go but the thing that fascinated me the most about it is the, the there's one, something more than the penis nose well the penis nose was really fascinating yeah <laughs> but there was he busted out like 35 different facts in the middle of that so i was like all right penis but yeah. anyways, got penis on the brain <laughs> and so then, but the other part was talking about chewing Chewing is a huge part of why we can't breathe properly. So back in the dizzle, back in the day, Mm -hmm. our ancestors would sit around and chew on hard shit like all day long. Like they would sit around and they would chew. Like on sticks and stuff? Well, their food was just chewy. So they would have to chew it. Like the meat, whatever they made, it was Mm -hmm. just very, very chewy. So all day long, they would sit around and they would just be by a campfire. They're chewing on stuff. And what that did is made them have these incredibly pronounced jaws, completely straight teeth. And it actually opens up your sinus cavities just from chewing. And so what we ended up doing about 300 years ago is we started having processed foods and we also started having really soft foods. And that's why we have crooked teeth. That's why we're having problems breathing, all of these crazy things. So he talks about chewing is so important. You need to incorporate chewing into your life because you can still grow grow bone in on your jaw through your 70s if you stimulate it. 
stimulate. <laughs> so, <laughs> I lose you on that one. So, so wait, wait, wait. So are we supposed to chew chewy stuff? No, you're not supposed to. Well, so basically you're supposed to avoid processed soft foods. Okay. So just the quick tip he gives mm-hmm. is to chew gum two hours out of the day. So you're constantly wow. chewing. Wow. So Are you going to start chewing well, gum? Well, I can't find any gum that doesn't have like sugar, artificial sugar in it. So hmm. artificial sweetener, but I'm going to look into it. Supposedly there are some that just oh, have mints. Yeah, that just have mints. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's supposed to be a complete game changer. So wow. yeah, I, w- I had no idea that chewing had such an impact on your face and your Me sinus neither. cavity and everything. So it's insane. But anyways, those are my two big facts. The penis and the The penis, chewing. number one. <laughs> then breathing through your nose, number two. <laughs> I mean, I'm mind blown. Well, and that's only, I mean, that's nothing. I know. That's not, you said you gave 35 facts. Yeah, well, and that was on one page. Oh my Whoa. goodness gracious. <laughs> well, you it's know. It's so good. You guys have to go get it. It's fascinating. It reads like, it's It's just like, it's just, it's just, it's so good. I love it. Yeah. Well, you guys, you should read it. You should read it. You're welcome, James Nestor, for the free plug. <laughs> and if you want to sponsor us, James Nestor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and if you know of any gum that is unflavored. Send me a DM. Unsugared. Slide into my DMs. Oh, yes, slide into the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, so besides that, and now I'm going to be so self-conscious, like all the time I'm going to be breathing through my mouth, mouth and I'm going to be like, feel so judged. Yeah, I'm going to judge you, mouth breather. So okay, but hard. I breathe through, no, I can't not. Kidding. So many people do it. I mean, I mean, it's just how, we're which, never taught. Why do they say these things called a mouth breather? Because that's not, like dumb people breathe through their mouth. <laughs> my face it's a, fuck, it's a fucking mouth breather over here <laughs> that's rude don't call anybody that no i um, won't i just you no not you i'm just saying oh, people. well i'm sorry anyways <laughs> no not just you <laughs> anyway so i can't even find a segue here <laughs> the segue is just how great our episode is yes it's, it's always our segue it's always our segue you're totally right um this episode we recorded a couple weeks back i'm it's with shannon louine doula yes and she is Ah, uh, freaking amazing. I mean, she's just such, like... Did you feel good after you were talking? With, even while talking with her? I mean, from the moment she got on the phone. And I was, yeah. like, re-listening to the episode today. I'm like, this woman is just such, like, a... She's got ease to yes. her, you know? Yes, she, exactly. Ease, ease. And she is... I'm looking up the thesaurus good. <laughs> good? <laughs> For something else? <laughs> I'm like, she is the finest. <laughs> She is the finest lady. <laughs> no, but this episode honestly is just so, it really it just is so good. And um, we get into a couple different topics. Mm-hmm. We get into adoption, which mm-hmm. is a huge thing. How her belief in miracles mm-hmm. came about from her adoption. And it's just, that's such a fascinating story because it took, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what, what where, where it was, it was going. going. Like, was it good? Was it bad? And we'll let her explain it to you. But it was just, it was just so freaking amazing. And you just... You just listen to stories like these and you just you just realize how how these separate lives that we all live, these separate experiences Mm -hmm. that are just so fucking mind blowing. And, um, you know, one of the things we talked about is that her adoption was traumatic, but it was also a miracle. Right. And like it's about kind of like honoring that. Right. And realizing that, like. Okay, even though it, the outcome was beautiful. Right. And, you know, she kind of felt shame feeling like it was traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was traumatic. And, like, we can honor that. Well, and she, I mean, just a quick part of the story. I mean, it literally happened to her so quick, too. Yeah, and it she was, was just, 13. Yeah, she was 13. And she ended up moving to, like, a basically all-white neighborhood. Yeah. You know? And so she's having to completely adjust with that. And she's also on top of it feeling 
gratitude towards the towards people the so then she's trying her. to do the best she can for them i mean it's just like or make them feel like they didn't make a mistake in yeah, her yeah exactly know? and it's just this it's just it's just such a roller coaster and it's such a fl- but at the same time it's such like a flowy interview like right. it's so flowing it's so um I don't know. I just it was organic. It. It, yeah, was totally it was totally organic. Super it was organic. fluid. I mean, it's this. It's just like one of those interviews that we have almost every time, where it's just like times up. Yeah, and we're just like, where the hell did yeah. that hour go? Yeah, you know. And yeah, she just shares a powerful story and powerful knowledge. Um, and then she talks about near the end. We t- she talks about um, the I power it, of pleasure. Yes, thank you. I was going to say I thought it was sex, but <laughs> you did think it. Was I did sex. think it was sex, but the power of pleasure. And I mean, we got off this interview, and we. Cody bought flowers. Yeah, I did. I lit some candles. Yeah. We're like, you know, because you honestly create your reality. Yeah. And create your atmosphere, right? Yeah, your atmosphere. And and your, she's yeah. just talking about, you know, those things that just light up your home and make it cozy, cozy and, and, you know, like 10,000 count threads. Italian sheets. I don't know if she <laughs> says that, but no, just, that's just what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Like just making, you know, living, to the, you know, giving yourself pleasure, Do treating it, yourself right, you know? Giving yourself pleasure. Um, that too. And it, <laughs> and it, I don't know. It was just, it's, it was such like an honoring and fun experience to have her on you. We know that you guys are going to love her. She just has a presence about her. And it's like, okay, so I, I should tell real quick. So I found her through a mutual friend, Christina, who mm-hmm. on Instagram, I found her, Christina, who's been on the on the show, mm-hmm. shared a post of hers in, the, in her stories. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, I wish I knew exactly which quote it was, but she, it's not always quotes. It's affirmations. It's beautiful words of poetry. And, the, and the, her page is just so beautifully, you know, it's the aesthetic of it is so pleasing. And I was just so blown away by it. And I was just, I couldn't wait for her post. And then we eventually connected on there. And, and then I reached out to her and she said yes and it was just so this great organic experience that i just knew the value in her presence and what she had to share was going to be so valuable to our listeners 100 percent, and yeah i mean everything we touched on we didn't even touch on her talented writing yeah and she just has this way of making you really feel and um what another thing that i just want to mention is that this was her first time sharing her story publicly yeah and like I mean, I just got goosebumps saying that out loud because it's just like the honor and gratitude I feel totally to sit with people and just listen to their stories. Mm-hmm. It's just so fucking rad. Yeah. I, I mean, love what we do. Yeah, me too, dude. It's, it's incredible. Just, yeah, it's incredible. It's such a blessing. It really is. And <laughs> no, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so before we get into the show, I definitely want to drop just a little bio about Shannon. And you guys have to be sure to follow her on Instagram. I'll give you the handle as well. But Shannon is a wife, mother, songwriter, and influencer. She was born and raised in Houston, Texas, but currently lives in rural Indiana. She's an advocate for walking your own path and cultivating your own inner guru. Love that. Adopted at the age of 13, it was her overnight shift from chaos into extreme order that served as her introduction to miracles. Through the unfolding of her path, she's come to realize that everything you need is already inside you. You just have to be brave enough to stand in front of the mirror. Bam. So, so good. good. And so look out good. for look for, look out for her talking about just be. Just be. Just be. Shannon, we're so grateful you came on. Again, if you guys want to find her, her handle is M M E dot L O U Y. Check her out. Check it out. And we'll tag her, of course. Um, And as always, guys, the only thing we ask is that if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review, um, it helps us break that algorithm and get our message out. Thank you. (laughs) Which is ultimately the only thing that we truly want. And besides that, we love reading your guys' review. And also, as you may or may not know, this year we are doing a, it's not a promo. 
Let's like give away. We're doing this thing. Yeah. If you guys we're doing a thing. We're doing a thing. We, st- we started a thing and we're doing it. And we're doing it. Um, if you guys take a screenshot of your five star review that is written has to be written and send it to us, DM it to us, uh, email it to us, whatever your preferred way of communication is. Facts. Uh, um, and facts it to us. <laughs> um, we will give you a book. Um, whatever book you want from one of our past guests yeah we have had a lot of great guests on a lot of great books a lot of great books so whatever you guys want we will purchase it it is our way of supporting our guests and is our way of giving back to you guys love it and that's it yeah and we love you guys so very much we love shannon we love shannon we love you all all. i love lamp (laughs) i love love (laughs) cody loves breathing i do and test you guys try to breathe through your nose this week yeah no more mouth breathing you're doing it see if you're doing it because i guarantee most of you are. How did he? I mean, I guess you could wear a ball gag. Yeah. Well, so to not. Only... So you do sleep tape. You literally put tape over your mouth. And you walk around with it all day. Yeah. Well, he, he people do it at night. Oh. So it trains you just to breathe through your nose. It's just a little bit of tape on your mouth. Damn. And I think I, did, I might do that. I mean, I'm telling you, it's all the rage. This shit is all over it's the place. Sleep now. tape. Sleep tape. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sleep tape. If you want sponsors, you Bam. can. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll start our own damn company. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you so much. Have a great week. Be Enjoy safe. Enjoy the episode. We'll see you next week. Yes, yeah, Bye. Bye. So without further ado, Shannon, thank you so much for taking the time to, uh, in, to conversate with us. Sorry, I was hard for Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys, for having me. Yes. When I'm he excited. Sent me your, when he sent me your Instagram, I was like, oh, my gosh, yes. And then when you said, when you said yes, we were just like, Yeah, so excited. So we felt so Aww. blessed. So we're Thank really looking forward. So, so much. I meant to ask you, I'm sorry, what, how do you pronounce your last name? Luyendula. Luyendula. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Lulindula. Oh, Luyendula. Oh, sorry. Luyendula. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. It's so, Congolese. Ah, very nice. I love that. So before we get into the show, we have just some amazing topics that we would talk about. I mean, since this is one of the first times I think you've been on a podcast or whatever, what we really want to do is just get the listeners to just know a little bit about you, things you would like to kind of share with them so they can kind of get a bigger picture. A feel. Quick quick, quick, quick 20 minute long nutshell (laughs) of who you are, what brought you here. (laughs) Okay. So who who am I? The That's deepest question, a, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's like the 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 dreaded question of a commitment foe. <laughs> because at the end of the day, I really am just Shannon. I am, and I've I've come to a place in my journey where I'm at peace with that. Uh, like I said, when I was trying to write the the bio for you guys, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter. I'm a writer, but what angle do I want to come in at? I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a sister, I'm this, you know, I'm I'm an inspirer. But at the end of the day, all of that is just Shannon. Yeah. So uh, it's it's hard for me to yeah, that's a that's a question that's hard for me to answer. No, I totally I, get it. I still I mean yeah, I struggle with I that all the time. More. <laughs> right. I love that too, because and that's such like a place of like that's just that's just like such a 
growing a growth in your human experience to realize that like you're not just one thing and like that's something that I've been really like feeling lately too like I'm not just a mom I'm not just a recovering alcoholic I'm not like at the end of the day I'm just me living out this like human experience like I'm just a soul and one day I'm one way and another day I'm another Mm -hmm. and I think it's beautiful that you don't just put yourself in this little box so I I, yeah like yeah just not too many attachments you know just also just embracing embracing you know Shannon yeah you know, just embracing Shannon. This yeah. is not, you know, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's a beautiful way to put it. And yeah. So, it took me a long time to just embrace Shannon. That's honestly, awesome. I, well, I'm not there yet. Like I, it's definitely, a part of, it's definitely on part of, but I haven't embraced you yet, Shannon. I mean, myself. <laughs> no, so, I mean, it's like on my spiritual journey, I've definitely become a lot more, you know, I, I mean, obviously there's been lots of growth, but at the same point, it's like, I still you know, I struggle with parts of who I am and acceptance and, you know, non-attachment and those types of things for sure. Yeah. It's a process. It is. It's a process. It's like, we're, we're always unfolding to ourselves. Mm. So it's, yeah. When we start labeling ourselves too hard, I feel like then we step into role play. Yes. It's like, because I'm this, I have to be this way, or I have to do it in some way that's coming from something that's so deep in my subconscious that I don't even know where it's coming from. But this is what I think I have to be because I put this label on myself. Yep. And it's just like that mask, you know, I mean, I I think I wore a mask and like played the played different roles with not even touching who I was Mm -hmm. for, I mean, 39 years, Yeah. you know, I was just jumping from one role to one to another role, people pleasing, doing what I thought other people wanted me to do. Never, anything that would pop up that I thought was me, that was me, I wouldn't allow it because I just felt like I shouldn't be doing that. So it was just all Mm -hmm. of this, you know, it's just life's a trip. And then I was thinking about just to go on a quick, quicker point. I mean, some people live their whole lives. Yeah. I mean, their whole lives never getting out of that. That's from the time they're born. Most people. Yeah. It's it's wild. It's sad. Yeah. It really is. It's scary. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my like favorite, like go-to little like mantras for myself lately is like, give yourself permission, like give yourself permission to be this way right now. Give yourself permission Mm. to, you know, feel this way or do this thing, whatever it is that you're experiencing, like give yourself permission and it's okay. And like, that's been really like a, a, a way to just help me kind of take myself back into me yeah you know? it's like a deep like yeah. saying it's okay yeah, yeah it's okay just give yourself yeah that's like talking directly to your inner child honestly mm-hmm. yeah. it's like that place that that part in you that needed permission to just be yourself and sometimes just didn't get that as a child yeah absolutely it's like sure. now you give it to yourself that's absolutely. cool yeah that that's cool. true so Shannon, we we just want to fill the listeners in a little bit too so you you are originally from texas Houston. Yes. But you live in Indiana now. H-Town. H-Town. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have four, four children, married, correct? All of that great stuff? Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Perfect. And then, so what I want to talk about, I mean, I just, one of the things I know you were talking to, you did that really great story, a funny story about just kind of trying to figure out your bio, but I, I freaking love your bio because it gives, it gives so much information. And, you know, I think it's safe to say to our listeners, I think this is going to be like a conversation that's going to get very spiritual and it's going to get very, you know, deep and, and, you know, those types of things. And what I wanted to do is kind of talk about a, a really large event in your life that you talked about in your bio, which was at the age of 13, you were actually adopted and how the chaos from one day, you know, living, you know, being a foster child or living in, I'm trying to think of the 
the an name, orphanage? just an orphanage or whatever. You can go ahead and let us know. I can't think of the right word, but then going into something more stable and not chaotic and how that impacted your life so much. Yeah. So with that, actually, right before I was adopted, I lived with my um, biological grandmother. Mm. So, and, and prior to that, my siblings and I were in a, um, I guess you would call it a shelter, like a shelter for children. So uh, yeah, we're, we're with my grandmother and basically it was from one day to the next, uh, the way it happened from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was getting up to go to school one day. My grandmother was like, um, yeah, you're going to stay home today. A social worker showed up. Uh, they took me and my my sister, who was three years old at the time, to a random building. We went inside. My brother, who was living with one of my aunts at the time, uh, he's two years younger than me. He was already there. We met him and also my parents, the people who ended up uh, adopting me. And so we met them that day. I met them that day and went home with them. Wow. Yeah. So. It's funny because last year was actually the 20th anniversary of my adoption. And so I was doing a lot of just uh, reflection on that because in that moment, it was like, I felt like my world was being turned upside down. You know, I was being removed from everyone that I loved, friends, family. It felt like everyone had turned their back on me. And then, uh, you know, when I look at it in hindsight, it was like, that was the moment where my, my world was turned right side up. Mm. But sometimes when you're used to upside down, right side up feels like upside down. Right. Yeah. Right. What a thing so, to yeah. process and at so, 13 years old. Yeah. I was just thinking about, it. I mean, the, I ex- trying to put myself there me too and have it happen. Like she said, overnight, like you don't know it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so how was, when that, when the transition happened, when, and you know, and you had your, your, your parents and what, how long did that take? I mean, what was that process like for you? Were you rebelling? Was it something that was difficult for you? What was, how did you, how did you cope at such a young age with, I don't want to call it a traumatic event, but a huge, large you know, like you said, life changing. Yeah. yeah. And it was traumatic. It really yeah. was. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. It's a funny kind of trauma because it's one that you don't want to call trauma because it's such a blessing, mm. you know? So it was like, I think I had this, um, this push and pull internally of like, okay, this just rocked my world. <laughs> But like, also like, I need to be grateful. So it was like, you know, that where do I, where do I land this? And so I'm just, I'm just getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I can accept that it's, that that was both, you know, it didn't have to be either or. And that's kind of, you know, it goes back to even like labeling myself. I'm, (laughs) I'm not either or. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. So how would you yeah. say, how would you say that, the, you know, the kind of that first big upheaval in your life and kind of how, how, how would you say that shaped your spiritual growth? Was it something that you, that kind of led into it? Like, when did you start looking into, you know, kind of the deeper aspects of, you know, being a human? So hmm, that's a good question. 
I think that was, that's something that's just kind of always been a part of me. Um, one thing when I was very young, when I was four years old, I remember my grandmother teaching me how to pray and it's like, she taught me how to pray. And then that was it. We didn't like go to church every Sunday or, you know, she wasn't like making me do anything else. So it was like, I developed this uh, relationship at a young age where God felt like my best friend. Mm. So I spent a lot of time alone. And so most of that time I spent just uh, praying and talking to God. I remember just laying in my room in silence, just just talking to God. And it's crazy because when I think about... um, and this is why I say my uh, my adoption was my introduction to miracles, because I prayed for that when I was oh. a kid. Yeah, like I I would be in my room like, God, please just, you know, give me a family with a mother and a father and just some normal stuff like I see on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that your introduction to miracles. So real quick, I just want to jump in on that because it's. So I, I didn't understand that aspect of it, that it was actually something you had been praying for. And yeah. so, so, and that's one of the things, I mean, is it, I don't know how much experience you or, you know, other people's stories you have with that. Is it, is it, you know, quote unquote normal for an adoption to happen that quickly? Like once like the, no, cause that's even sounds even more like a miracle. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, Oh, it's time. Exactly. Like it's time. Yeah. Unless, you know, you've waited and we're, it's happening today. <laughs> yeah. When I tell you, I mean, it's crazy how things transpire. So the, my parents are, they were the, my mom is the cousin of my brother's elementary school counselor. So he, yeah. So he had a counselor in elementary that just really took a, um, a liking to him. And so she, she like signed him up for football and would like take him to go do that when, uh, you know, outside of school. And she introduced him to our parents and they fell in love with him. And so eventually, you know, they wanted to um, get custody of him. And so they already knew my brother. I had just never met them. Uh Yeah. So I didn't even know that they knew him. I didn't know that they existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's wild. I mean, it's like, that's yeah. just, yeah. Dude. So how did your, I mean, obviously your brother knew them and was it, do you remember, can you recall back at when you were 13, how your three-year-old sister, like, did everything kind of fall into place? Was she too young to kind of really understand? She was too young to understand. And you know what? So my my younger sister didn't get adopted by the same family. Oh. So that was, I think that was part of it that made it more uh, traumatic because up until then I was basically her right. caregiver. Absolutely. Yeah. And it all just happened so, on that day. Were you mm-hmm. able to be, were you able to be in contact with her after this the separation? So immediately afterwards, we we were in contact with her. We stayed in contact with her for sometime and then it was you know when once you get into uh the foster care system you start moving around and she moved around a little bit so we lost contact with her for 
for a few years. And then we got back in contact with her uh, my freshman year in college. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a little time, but at least you, at least you reconnected, right? Yeah, for sure. So it's you and your brother. And so you had been kind of praying for this. And I mean, even as 13, though, you, you, you know what you pray for and you probably can recognize that it's a blessing, but at the same time, you know, like you said, it's also traumatic. It's a traumatic in the way that it happened. So, but that was still your first introduction to miracles. And it's beautiful that you're able to see it that way. And you're able to recognize that you were given what you had been asking for. Um, So what kind of was like the next step in evolution? Yeah. Yeah. So after that, you know what? So part of it is I got adopted and we moved, I moved from an area that's predominantly black and Latino. And before that, all of my neighborhoods have been predominantly black or Latino. Um, because before I was adopted, I went to 11 different schools. Wow. But, um, yeah, so I had moved around, but it was within a very, um, it was within a bubble. So I remember my first day arriving in Katy, Texas, which is just outside of Houston, and uh, coming into my new first, even just before I got to my new school, I remember driving down the street and I saw a group of uh, white kids walking across the street and I was blown away. <laughs> I had like, never. I let alone never, in a group, right? <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and so then I walk into my school on the first day and it was like we sat in this gym uh, before before school started, and I walked in, and everyone was white. Wow! And I I was just literally blown away. <laughs> <laughs> How did they get them all in the same room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just shows how how segregated we can still be. That yeah. I absolutely I was, I was in Texas, like it's. it's predominantly white yeah and still i was in so much of a bubble that i didn't even realize that there were that many white people in houston and that's a predominantly white city that's how that's how segregated it was wow that's such a point yeah it just because i was really just blown like (laughs) and when i think about that now i'm like i can't even believe i was that blown away by that but it I makes sense. Get it. Yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense, yeah. especially being younger and stuff. I mean, what else, what right? other, you know, what other reaction could you have yeah. if it would never happen to you? You're like, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> exactly. Like- so, so Shannon, I have a question like about high school and through all of this. Is this kind yeah. of where um you you mentioned in one of in our outline kind of we talk about learning to just be? Is this kind of where this started for you, or how is it, you know, through life experiences? you this that's what brought on the idea of just being is that where that kind of started so no I I think after during that time I was just I was trying I wasn't just being Mm. I think I went through I like that so and and when I first you know, changed atmospheres and uh, got into my new school and stuff. I felt like a a duty to assert my blackness. Mm. I was just like, no, like (laughs) I'm black. And it was, I was doing it in like a, 
Well, I would say in an unhealthy way, but it was more so just, I, I think I was just in a stage of acting out in general. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of like pent up aggression. And it's funny because I would let it out in school in in certain ways. Like, for instance, uh, I walked into one of my classes and uh, this voice in, in the front row was like, hey, Brownie. Mm. And now I'm coming from the hood. Yeah. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't disrespect me. I, I, I walked over and I literally flipped his desk over. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I bet he had second and, thoughts after that. Yeah. And I didn't even get in trouble. Like the teacher saw the whole thing and didn't even, you know, I didn't get a call home or anything. I don't even think my parents may not even know that that <laughs> happened. <laughs> we can cut this part out, Shannon. Just let us know afterwards. <laughs> well, and that probably speaks to the teacher probably had never maybe handled something like that before, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, he was being racist and that had probably never happened in that school. And you had that reaction. And my hope is that the teacher was like, he fucking he, deserved that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Of course. That's our hope. Of course. So that was in seventh grade. I came in in the middle of seventh grade. So from that time and eighth grade, it was kind of like a rocky road Mm -hmm. for me. Like I, I struggled with my grades and everything. And I don't know what happened between my eighth grade year and high school, but it's something clicked or I can't pinpoint what happened, but (laughs) I, I just, it's like, I found my groove. And I remember, um, my my freshman year getting all A's and getting into like advanced classes. And I remember the the school counselor calling me in her office, like, hey, you know, I just looked at your file and and I see that you were just adopted and all of this. And I really just can't even believe that you're um, you know, performing at the level that you are. And that was one of those moments where I didn't even like, you know, I didn't Obviously, I wasn't thinking about that mm-hmm. as a kid, yeah. mm-hmm. but it it just like brought me perspective. Like, whoa, you know what? You are something else, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. She, no, for she sure. recognized that you were excelling. <laughs> yeah, to have that for you too. I mean, it's like all of a sudden you're just, you know, you're trying to adapt. You're trying, you're new to this completely. Obviously, everything's new. And then yeah. I, it sounds like in a way, I mean, I don't obviously don't know, but that you just were kind of settling in, like, yeah. <clears throat> you know, you'd Basically. found, you'd found a, you know, all of this other stuff wasn't really how you, who you were and you got into a groove and, you know, a little, yeah. matur- a little maturity plays into it as well, but that's all, that's rad. And just, it, I mean, the power of just having a loving mm-hmm. family mm. and I mean, it, my my whole adoptive family i mean they are a miracle it's insane like the way that they just embraced me and my brother it, i mean it really is insane like i have a an adoptive sister and i mean we're blood <laughs> we're mm. but it's just like she was 17 when we were adopted but she didn't miss a beat on this is my brother and my sister and wow. Yeah, it was just crazy. There was never any like tension or even with my cousins and everything. It was just like this is family now. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. That's so just beautiful. To think about it and us all being like children and teenagers and everybody was just so like, okay, this is just 
what it is now. And it's funny because some of us now have uh, stepchildren and we we look back and, and see how that event changed all of us to Absolutely. where, yeah, like we all just have a different perception of family and embracing people. And it's, it's so beautiful. I mean, that literally, that gives I mean, that gave me goosebumps. It's a, it's a total ripple effect. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. only like, did you get the benefits, but it's like you said, it expanded and opened your mind to what a family can look like mm-hmm. and what other people's, what they're, what they believe a family can look like or what a exactly. family can look like. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've just, I want to get a little more into a couple of the other topics we discussed, but I just am so curious about this. Were, were they like accepting of who you were? Like, I know it was really smooth and everything, but was it just something like, we're going to let, you know, we're going to love, we're going to love Shannon where she's a part of our family, but we're going to let her flourish on how it flourishes. Or was, did you feel any pressure to conform or what did that dynamic look like in, inside the family? You know what? I think I felt I felt pressure, but I think it more so was coming from myself. It, I had this sense of like not wanting to like squander a blessing. You know what I mean? So I had right. to go full throttle. <laughs> All in on and, this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just I was very conscious of putting my trying to put my best foot for it mm. as much as I could as a teenager, you know? Right. Yeah, of course. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, also just not wanting to let them down because they bet on me so big, you mm. know? So it's oh, funny. That's, because that's a very like old soul type of way to look at it. You know, that's a very like mm. kind of unselfish and, and I don't know, that's a lot of like shows a lot of, intuition not intuition yeah, but depth mean, like, for like a yeah, child you know and part of me wonders if that is just who you are as a human and no matter what your life circumstances are maybe you would have continued to just show up with your best foot forward because i don't know i mean i've only been talking to you for 30 minutes but i just get this she just, sounds like a best foot forward type yeah of it's just the feeling <laughs> i get from you so you know how much of that also is just who who you are as a human so you know they lucked out. You lucked out. Everybody lucked out. Yeah, I mean, I, I this yeah. could have gone terribly. Like I can feel Honestly. when you talk when you talk about the miracle. When you talk yeah, about it, like, I, feel I can it. feel it because mm-hmm. so much of this would have had to had to line up. Yeah, like perfectly, yep. and it did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And you know what? Talk about lining up. There's a. So there's this app that I use called the pattern. Do y'all? Oh yeah. I've heard of that. Pat- yeah. I did it for like a little bit, but mm-hmm. I haven't, I didn't like really get into it. Yeah. So apparently there was like this, uh, I was in this 20 year cycle where that ended last year at the end of last year, but it literally started the month and year that I was adopted. Wow. Yeah. And ended last year. I I was just blown away. That's crazy. (laughs) Did you ever see that video of Channing Tatum where he's talking about the pattern? No, he got on oh, like Instagram. It. It's so funny. You should like Twitter, yeah, or Twitter or something, or Instagram <laughs> or something. And he's like, he's like, all right, I just want to know, like, who who are these people that run the pattern? How do they no, know honestly. all of this about me? <laughs> honestly, everybody was like, well, this is an ad. This is an ad, yeah. and it, I'm sure it got the app. Blue, that's how I heard of it. Yeah, because no. sure look, 
but it's real. I was like, hold on now. Like, <laughs> yeah, wait a second. <laughs> honestly, like, and it's funny because I was talking to one of my best friends and I was like, man, it's crazy that this app is free. Like they're giving us so much information. Yeah. And like then, the universal knowledge for free. <laughs> yeah. And then like the next week it was like, <laughs> it started charging. Oh, <laughs> they heard you. Damn How could you, Shannon? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, rightfully so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Too bad. It's a valuable information. You got to pay a little bit, right? Well, honey, now honestly, that, now that you're spiritual, that's you true. Should look into well, it. Well, it happened when I was spiritual. Did it? Well, maybe not. I think it happened before. Did it? I think oh, it happened before. Right. I don't well, know. Ch- well, you knew, should just try Channing again. Channing knew before I knew. You should just try again. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Blows your mind. And yeah. Channing Tatum used to be my man crush. Oh. For real. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's another thing. It's he's lining a, up. It's a good looking dude. Ah. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. There's no denying. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, um, okay. So just, I just, just so we can just for my reference and the audience reference, what do you mean by just be, does that, is that kind of how you explained it in the beginning where yeah, we like were how like, you're learning to, just yeah, be. where we, you defined yourself as well. I'm just Shannon. Yeah, it's that. And it's just, so it's just step, just accepting your own essence and knowing that you're enough, even if you don't accomplish another thing ever, mm. like you're enough just by the strength of your being here, by the fact that you have breath in your lungs, you're a, you are enough. And so it's just kind of resting in that. And it's something that I'm still um, working at, but it's one of the biggest lessons that I'm learning from my husband. And so that's when that lesson that that's when that lesson came into me is through him. Mm. Uh, when we first started dating, uh, he sent me like this big uh, bouquet of roses one day, and on the card it said "Just be." Mm. And I was like, "Wow, he's so deep." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was really just trying to say like just be careful yeah, I forget. They, they didn't type out the third word on the card <laughs> just be you <laughs> but it's it's something that he he says to me over and over I because yeah it's like we can be human human doings human thinkings that's me I'm always thinking mm. a human grinding but it's like at the end of the day we're human beings. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we we're experiencing, and that's when you put it into perspective. That allows you not to attach too firmly to any label or any, you know, ideal of what your life has to look like or your experience in general. I love Absolutely. that. And you know, what what keeps what keeps coming into my mind when I hear this cuz it's definitely something that I and we talked about a little bit earlier, but of course it's something I'm really trying to work on as well. But <clears throat> it just keeps coming to my mind how much suffering you eliminate when you allow yourself as much as possible or you practice just being, right? Because exactly. so, so much of your life <clears throat> is not just being. It's like you said, it's you know human thinking, all worrying what other people are going to think, doing what other people think you should do, and never just understanding that the answer 
is you. Like the answer yeah. is you and you don't. And it's just such a, like, it's such a tragedy in society. How many people, you know, how it, it's just, it takes, sometimes it takes really difficult circumstances, really desperate circumstances to kind of break that open and find that. And then sometimes yeah. it happens with maturity. You know, you start getting glimpses of it. You start understanding, you know, you stop caring so much, but I mean, it really is, just the key to just like really get, get into who you are and understand that what you have, just, you said it perfectly yourself. The fact that you breathe and that you are, you makes you whole and that's it. Exactly. Exactly. Everything else is just the icing on the cake. Absolutely. And then, you know, and then when, and you find so much when you are just being like, you find the answers to what you're passionate about. You find, you know, the things that light you, light you up and they're not, and they're, and they're real and they come from inside you instead of, yeah. being, instead of being projected on you. So you get, exactly. it's not only just being because you understand you're enough. It's like all of the answers are in there too. <laughs> that are, part. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> are the part. answers. So is that learning and and getting into the the just being and kind of learning that lesson and embracing that is that kind of what led you to embracing your femininity or is that something you had before your husband sent you those roses uh you know what because that was some of the things we had talked about prior talking about embracing Mm -hmm. your femininity exactly Mm -hmm. that's definitely a part of it because when it comes to to femininity and especially uh, under feminism, I think sometimes we, what we're looking for is to be, um, revered and honored for what we bring to the table. But instead what we go after is seeking to align ourselves with masculine principles in order to be worthy of that praise. Mm -hmm. And so at least that's been, you know, on my experience. So yeah, that definitely just be yeah, I can see how that that kind of led into that. And it was it's just wanting to get rid of this like this angst and this like it's like a forced drive because everyone is like, "Oh, you have to be grinding." And I'm like, "Nah. I'm chilling." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and embracing That's- femininity, like what does that look like for you? So Okay, I'll use the example of the sun and the moon. Uh, to me, the the sun, and in a lot of you know different practices and cultures, the sun is the more feminine or the more masculine energy, and the moon is the more uh, feminine energy. And so, the sun rises in the east, sets in the west, day after day. The sun is working; it's doing its job. It knows exactly what to do, and it does it. The moon is more, the moon has phases. The moon Mm. is waning and waxing, but it's still consistent. So I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm discovering about myself. It's like, I'm my, my level of consistency is more like that of the moons where I'm, you know, I, I, as women, it's like, we find our own rhythm. Like you have your own rhythm. Like we have cycles. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of a disservice to myself to try to operate in a system that wasn't designed for that. Mm. If that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Beautiful sense. Yeah. Beautiful sense. It's so true. And it's so, it's such a powerful 
thing to grasp and and it's really like liberating as well it, it's, yeah. yeah it's interesting i've never heard it I, I mean that's just i've never heard that analogy before put it like that you know i've heard obviously the difference and stuff but it's such a beautiful way to put it it's like the job is still getting done the moon is doing exactly what it's it's sh- whatever quote unquote should be what doing it's here for. but it, what it's here exactly. for thank you but it's ebbing and flowing and there's mm-hmm. more softness to it it's more you know more yeah. fluidity mm-hmm. More magical. Yeah, more magical. <laughs> Liz is obsessed with the moon, so I, am, I think this I one's going to resonate. Me too. Love <laughs> She's got you. the phases of the moon tattoo on her leg. I just... Oh, I love it. I'm just so called That's to awesome. it. Our second, our, our second child, his first moon was, word was moon. Moon. It's true. Moon. Aww. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And it's true, like, and it's funny because when you were first telling that story and you said that the sun was more masculine, was more feminine, I was like, whoa, I had that wrong. (laughs) 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 Because I just see see the sun and it's like the fire and it's the, it's, it's hot and it's has that kind of like aggressiveness. Exactly. And that's definitely the masculine. masculine Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. much more masculine. And then we just want to touch on, I know this has been such a good interview and and like our greatest interviews, they just ebb and flow like the moon. Yep. Um, and we've, we've delved into so much, especially about, about your, your, your growing up in the miracles, the miracle that you experienced, um, amongst the other ones, I'm sure. But so that one thing you mentioned and that I, I was very, um, interested in, you mentioned in, in kind of our topics that we wanted to go over was the power of pleasure. Now, Cody read that to me. And the first thing I said is, is she talking about sex? I <laughs> love talking about sex. So I don't know what it is you're talking about. <laughs> Either way, I just, I, what, 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 what she does that mean to She wants to hear what you? you mean by pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pleasure are we talking about, Shannon? That's so funny. I wasn't specifically talking about I figured. Sex, that, this is where her mind goes, it's just Shannon. my mind. This is, this is Melissa. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> but I have a masculine mind in that sense. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Look, that's one of the, the main forms of pleasure. So yeah. it's not, you know, it's not unfounded, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was, I was talking about kind of this all forms of pleasure. So yeah. Yeah. Sex and also laughter and mm. the feel of a soft fabric against your skin, the smell of your favorite candle burning in your home, having fresh flowers to look at, you know, yeah. just engaging the five senses. I like that. I love that. Yeah, I want to light a candle right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was literally thinking about the ones in our I was room. like, where, what, what's our nicest sheet? I'm going to go lay on that. <laughs> so how, is this something that, like, how, how does this play into your life? Is it just something that you're very aware of? And is it, I mean, it kind of turn, it kind of blends with that, that idea of just being right. It's like just yeah. being where you are and feeling senses, where you are yeah, and exactly. feeling the, mm-hmm. the wind on your skin and you know, the sun and just, just feeling like when you're in the shower and just being there. And so exactly. that's such a beautiful way to live. Um, I really need a thesaurus cause I always say beautiful, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, but it's a beautiful word. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's is, right. it is. So that's just how, how you kind of try aim to live your life. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's just how I live my life. I mean, I come downstairs and in the morning and I light my candle. Mm. And I, every time I get groceries, I get fresh flowers and mm. I have them sitting around the house. Um I'm still working on redoing my wardrobe in a way that is 
not only just beautiful and fabulous, but also feels good. (laughs) So yeah. No, it's, it's just, just like enhancing the, your life. You yeah. Know? It's like, that's it's like leaning into the, the beauties of life yeah. and surrounding exactly. and surrounding yourself with them. I love, I love that idea. Just making it like, this is my life is going to have pleasure. It's yeah. going to be everywhere. Yes. Yeah. yeah and just exactly. like you said, it makes me want to put on like a velvet suit right now or something. <laughs> Some silk panties. <laughs> yeah. Silk panties. Exactly. Yeah. I love that you said flowers. Like I, it was Christina, I think on her on her post the other day, she talked about how she puts flowers in her house to ri- rise, ri- rise her, vi- raise her vibration. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, that. yeah. And I was like, you know what? I was thinking like, oh, we never have flesh flowers. And then I'm like, man, my husband never gets me flowers. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, bitch, get yourself some flowers. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? That's you how don't need anybody. <laughs> That's she don't how need no man. That's what she always me. says. To me. <laughs> I was, I was like, you know what? Ugh, the flowers are coming less and less. You know, he started <laughs> out with the just be roses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so I was like, yeah, okay. There's flowers like everywhere at Trader Joe's. Let me just go ahead and pick some up yeah and so it just became a thing (laughs) and it enhances your environment and it it allows you to live in that place of just being when you're creating this environment that you want that you want to be present in exactly that's That's so important it is it just blew my mind and it's so simple yeah i'm you know i'm gonna buy myself flowers (laughs) (laughs) he's like no no these are mine (laughs) i'll get you yours next week (laughs) don't look at my flowers yeah (laughs) Oh man. Well, that's, oh, that's funny. That's this good. has been such just like a, a enlightening conversation. Fun, yeah. Real conversation. And I feel like there's, they could get so deep and, but all of it, even though it was just kind of across the surface, it was just like this beautiful little water of surface of water. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to yeah. say. I feel it. It was just so, it was beautiful and it was just very enlightening. So so Shannon, before we end the show, first, we want to ask, is there anything that you felt compelled that you maybe wanted to share with our listeners that we delve into or delve into that we didn't, that we didn't go over? Uh, no, I actually, I I love the way this just flowed. Me too. Mm -hmm, Me too. too. It's a really good conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then we always end, end the show by asking, and after we ask you this question, we'll ask you to plug yourself. Of course, we want everyone to be able to find you and whatever Avenue they can. Um, We end the show by asking if you could go back and tell yourself or anyone who is struggling something, what would that be? I would say that you are never off course even when you can't see the way. Mm. I love that. That's perfect. It's like, it's, it's so true. Cause I, then you're just putting up resistance, you know? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. like going with the flow. Yeah, exactly. And the best, the, the places that I, that you end up are always like, like, it's so cliche, but it's like the journey, right? Like it's not. So where you end up somewhere you didn't expect, it's ends up even being more exciting and more, you know, or you see, or you, that lesson exactly. that was provided to you, you yeah, look back you on learn. it being like, damn, like that's, that yeah. I, was, I was taught a lesson right there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like hindsight. Yeah. Hindsight always, yeah. <laughs> so Shannon, before we close up, please tell everyone um, your preferred way for anyone to get in contact with you, how they can find you. So yeah, uh, everyone can find me on Instagram. Uh, my handle or name Oh my God. Am I aging myself? Does it <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is either. I thought it was handle. Yeah, is that not it? what it is? 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, it could be you, girl. I don't know. It's Instagram. Um, you can type this in, people. Yeah. <laughs> right. My, My Instagram son. name is <laughs> at mme dot l o u y. And I cannot recommend listeners to go to her account and don't just read one post. Go through them. They're absolutely beautiful. Shannon, yeah. I love your account. I'm such a big fan Thank of you. you Melissa so and I, <laughs> Melissa and I both are. Thank you so much and for taking the time to come on here. So grateful. Thank you. And thank, thank you for letting us so be your first. Yeah. Yes. So you right. killed it. So now go. Go to find the, professional. <laughs> go find professional ones. <laughs> <laughs> you killed it, girl. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank I you love so y'all much. for this. Oh, thank thanks, Shannon. You. We love we'll you. be in contact real soon, okay? Yes, we will. Okay. All right. Y'all. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.